On the Crosstalk on WIZM, I'm Mike Hayes. Uh, I read you the headline that caught my attention. COVID-19 vaccine distribution, how technology is playing a role in getting and keeping the vaccine cold chains safe. Our guest this morning is Jason Kelly, General Manager of IBM Blockchain Services. Jason, good morning. Merry Christmas. Good morning and Merry Christmas to you, Mike. I'm curious, Jason, is there, well, I suppose because... Uh, one vaccine has to be kept at extremely cold uh, temperatures. That's more of a challenge, obviously. But uh, the Moderna uh, uh, vaccine just needs to be frozen. That's not really difficult to do, is it? Well, we think about the temperature and you say it's just one factor. But when we think about the vaccine, going from vaccine to vaccination is a true journey of trust and confidence in many ways because you're going uh, in across many governments, uh, there's private and public sector industries, there's healthcare professionals, and trying to make sure you can track all of the data, not just the temperature, but think about the geographic location, the exposure to a higher temperature, when and where did that happen, and doing it in near real time, because you'd have to know then, if something happened and one individual had a challenge, was that reaction because of something that they were allergic to? Was that reaction because of that one vial of vaccine or many vaccines? So then you become uh, very dependent on the data around that vaccine. And think of every touch point as a new potential source of data or impact to that data, the temperature. Think about bad actors that are more motivated in this type of supply chain to do something that's not good versus your gallon of milk that arrives uh, in your in your grocery store. So a little bit more sensitive data, and it's that data that's right in front of us now where we have the biggest data puzzle to solve in our lifetime to make sure that citizens can get the vaccine that they need in a very trusted and transparent way. You go up, so uh, IBM Global Blockchain Services involved in tracking that vaccine when it leaves a, a warehouse freezer until it gets into the arm of somebody could be hundreds, thousands of miles away. So you know where that uh, truckload or that train load or airplane load of vaccine is. You know what the temperature is. You know that it's now moving from the airport by truck to a hospital. You know that it's moving down the hall. You know that it's being administered into the arm of uh, waiting frontline workers. Is it that, is the supply chain that detailed? The way that you've just described it, the answer is yes. Bringing technologies to bear now make this possible. And as you pull many of those players together, it's more the orchestration of some of the existing technology because obviously there's technologies out there in that supply chain that you're not going to, to get rid of. But you have to have it work together, and where you want it to work together is just in that data capability. Is you can have what you have. It's open. You'll hear that thrown out about technology that is not proprietary, but it's, it's inclusive. So it allows different types of technologies to work together as well as different industries so that you can have this team sport of an effort to get the right outcome out the other end, just as you said. So think of this as a vaccine accountability network, and that network isn't necessarily the technology part, but it's a network of data in a shared way. And so when you hear blockchain, that's what blockchain does. It's, forget all the, the mystery about the, the how it does it. 
but what it's doing is it's allowing these different layers of data to be shared and not stuck in their individual places, whether it's in a private sector or a public sector, whether it's one manufacturer versus the other manufacturer. Now, those manufacturers that tend to compete can collaborate in a, in a sense of coopetition, if you will. They're both, they're all out in the same race to get to the finish line, through the finish line together, so that we as, as citizens can be safer well, around the world. Sure. Let's face it. Uh, they, they've got skin in the game. The more patients that die, the fewer potential customers they'll have down the road. So, you know, Moderna and Pfizer, they want to keep everybody healthy and living a long time also. We want to get everyone back into the workplace and into places we like to to have social interaction. And as you as you say, Mike, I mean this this thought of just getting back to what we all see as as some sense of normal, so that we can do it safely and with trust. And and on that back end, down to the consumer, it's even even more important to make sure that you know how do I know that Mike has received his vaccine? How do I know that, that, that you're ready to go to the next state? How do I know that you can come into the studio uh, on a given day? Well, we have something that's called a digital health pass that is now available that is going to allow you with confidence and the others around you to say, listen, I got my trusted vaccine through that trusted vaccine platform. And now as part of that platform, I can be certain that I can share my data that, yes, I've received the vaccine, and in collaboration with work we're doing with Salesforce, that when you need that second round, because some of the vaccines require that, 20, you get a reminder. There it is right in your smart smartphone, and you go get it, and now your health pass is updated, and you're ready to go on back into the workforce or maybe eventually into that sporting event or that that theater uh, that you have been dying to get back into. Heck, so I, those are things that uh, you, you'd want, Mike. No question. I think I will start with, I'd like to go out to dinner. I mean, I'd love to go to a Packer game. You're absolutely right. I'd love to be able to go to a, a movie. You're absolutely right. But I, I'd like to eat with more than just the, you know, the three people in my pod. How about uh, dinner out? All those things that we're not able to do very well, very easily now, are potentially right around the corner as long as the vaccine works and it is kept safe all along the way. Are you confident, Jason, that that's the case? That's right. First, go, Pat, go. And in, <laughs> in fact, when when you're ready to do that, you can do it with trust and transparency based on this ability to share data in a way that we haven't been able to share it in the past. And you talk uh, about technologies, and I will tell you that this ability to use data in a different way empowers other technologies that have them. This isn't a, a gee whiz brand new thing. This is just good tech and good technology ready at the right time where blockchain is able to empower things such as AI, such as Internet of Things, where you were talking, you know, you're being able to monitor the position and temperature of the vaccines with great companies like Aerosafe, and you're able to monitor that individual vaccine almost as though it had a birth certificate and you follow that birth certificate from its birth in the manufacturer all the way to delivery into mike's arm and you know exactly what's happened so that's what you have and also you have the awareness of keeping those bad actors out those bad actors that may be 
trying to hack the system, which we've seen using IBM's X-Force, which is our cyber uh, team that, that, that discovers fights and helps prevent that proactively, or any other types of fraud or fraudulent activity around the vaccine. Jason Kelly leads IBM's global blockchain services, keeping the vaccine safe till it gets to you. And hopefully you'll feel comfortable about getting that vaccine now, too. Jason, thank you for talking with us this morning.